Breaking news. Oh man, this must be important. 1077 The Bronx brings you your world in two minutes full of world news, national news, rider news, and more from the top newsmakers on campus. You've come to the right place as we bring you the Bronx News Flash. This is your Bronx News Flash, your world in two minutes. I'm Julia Train from Rider University. An Illinois girl whose disappearance was featured on Netflix's Unsolved Mysteries was found alive in North Carolina last week, six years after she was allegedly abducted by her mother. Kayla Unbehan, who turned 15 in January, was nine years old when she went missing around July 4th, 2017, while in the care of her mother, Heather, following a 4th of July parade in Wheaton, Illinois. Kayla and Heather Unbehan were supposed to meet up with Kayla's father, who holds custody, on July 5th, 2017, but the pair never arrived. Heather was last seen packing her belongings on the roof of her car. Family members indicated that she went on a camping trip to an unknown location in Wisconsin and was expected to return for the meetup. When the mother and daughter failed to show, the police were contacted and a missing persons report was filed for Kayla. A woman at Plato's Closet in Asheville, North Carolina, recognized Unbehan from published media about the case and contacted authorities. Heather was arrested Saturday in Asheville on a fugitive charge and released on bond Tuesday. Her next court date is scheduled for July 11th. The Kane County State's Attorney's Office issued a kidnapping warrant for Unbahan and Kayla was placed into the custody of the North Carolina Division of Social Services. She's expected to be reunited with her family and brought back to Illinois. A group of TikTokers filed a lawsuit Thursday against the state of Montana that challenges a statewide ban on the app as a violation of the First Amendment. The lawsuit submitted by the five TikTok creators against Montana Attorney General Austin Knudsen argues the state cannot ban an entire forum for communication based on its perception that some speech shared through that forum, though protected by the First Amendment, is dangerous. The creators who participated in the lawsuit include a small business owner who designed swimwear, a former sergeant in the U.S. Marine Corps, and several influencers who believe a ban on the app will not only violate their rights to free speech, but harm their livelihoods. The ban, which will go into effect on January 1st, 2024, would prohibit mobile app stores from offering the social media platform to users within the state, as well as level severe financial penalties against them if they do not comply. Here's Adam Bodkin, a TikTok content creator. It hurts uh, just because it's like one of the three main platforms that like I've built a community on. It's the biggest one I've built a community on, but as a content creator, you kind of always have to adapt. On Thursday, the Supreme Court sided with rock and roll photographer Lynn Goldsmith in her dispute with the Andy Warhol Foundation over the late artist's use of her 1981 photo of Prince. The court split 7-2 in its decision, finding that Warhol infringed on copyright, with Justice Elena Kagan and Chief Justice John Roberts in dissent. The issue in the case was whether Warhol violated federal copyright when he based a set of 16 silkscreens and sketches on Goldsmith's black-and-white photo of Prince taken in 1981 when he was an up-and-coming musician. Three years later, as Prince rose to stardom, Vanity Fair commissioned Warhol to create an illustration depicting Prince that would accompany a magazine article to be titled Purple Fame. The magazine chose Goldsmith's portrait of Prince to use as artist reference and paid Goldsmith a $400 licensing fee and agreed to credit her for the photograph. Warhol ended up creating 16 silk screens and sketches known as the Prince series and Vanity Fair ran one of the images, Purple Prince, in its November 1984 issue. After Warhol's death in 1987, this foundation took ownership of the Prince series and sold 12 of 16 of the originals and the Andy Warhol Museum has the other four. Prince died in 2016 and Condé Nast, Vanity Fair's parent company, licensed from the Andy Warhol Foundation, an image known as Orange Prince, from the print series for the cover issue of a tribute magazine. The company paid a fee of roughly $10,250 to run the illustration on the cover. Goldsmith did not receive payment or credit, and she warned the foundation of potential copyright infringement. And that was your Bronx News Flash, your world in two minutes. 
From Ryder University, I'm Julia Train. This has been the Bronx News Flash on 1077 The Bronx. Oh man, that was pretty important stuff. Missed your world in two minutes? You can listen to past episodes at 1077thebronc.com slash Newsflash on your favorite podcasting platforms. We'll see you next time as we get back to the biggest hits and best variety only on 1077 The Bronx. Sweet!